continue this week with week two of our Lenten journey, Ears to Hurt. We continue this week with week two of our Lenten journey, Ears to Hear, a journey of deeper listening. And the listening that we pray you will do in this year's journey is to the voice of God, who speaks words of promise, hope, and healing into the brokenness of our lives. And this is certainly true this week as we focus in on the noise of brokenness that we hear so often telling us that we can do it on our own. You've heard it subtly and you've heard it bluntly. We are told again and again that the only thing that we can truly rely upon is ourself. And one of the fallacies of our supposedly advanced society and the goal of financial independence is that we can create a pretty convincing structure of independence where we convince ourselves that we really can go it alone. But these structures are never built on solid ground. And our faith tells us why. From the very beginning of the creation story, it becomes clear that we were created for community. And throughout the whole of the biblical witness, we see this principle play out again and again. In our story for today, we have a favorite story for Prince of Peace. Several years ago, we did this process of choosing a biblical story for our congregation, and we chose this text. We felt that it spoke to so much of what we pray we will be as a community. A community that makes a place for all people. A community where we can carry each other when we are in need. A community where we recognize clearly that our faith is made whole in community. Our intern, Pastor Lily, remarked the other day that she liked that phrase when I used it, and Pastor Lauren quickly pointed out that it was me repeating him, but then he said that the quote wasn't originally his either. He heard it from Jay Gamlin, the pastor that Lauren mentioned last week. And that's as far back as we can trace the phrase, but whatever its origins, it's one that we find ourselves using repeatedly here because it makes such sense to us when we look at texts like the one from today and we reflect upon the brokenness that we see in our lives and in the world around us. In the face of the brokenness and pain, we say that faith is made whole in community. We cannot do this life on our own because we need each other. We were made for community. Therefore, our faith is made whole in community. This was a truth that became so clear to me when I traveled in Africa. In Tanzania in particular, there's a principle that guided their society for years and was was depicted in an art form. The Swahili word is ujama. And the art form is sculptures like this one, the tree of life, sculptures that point to the fact that we are joined together and we are not ourselves if we do not stand upon those who have gone before us and if we're not connected to those who will come after us. We need each other. And one of the great gifts of cultures where financial independence is so rare is that the predominance of this myth is not nearly as infectious. While there are many challenges in African nations, the destructive power of the myth that we can somehow go it alone 
is generally not one of them. But here we're not so lucky and we do well to learn from our global partners the importance of this truth. Because too often we're overcome with the noise of independence at the expense of our interdependence. In a time of pandemic, while there are so many losses, I pray that one of the gifts that might emerge out of the brokenness and pain and loss of this time is renewed appreciation of our need for community. As so many have been forced to go it alone, I hope that we can all see the loss that this solitude represents in the lives of so many that have felt isolated and alone. And I hope we can see with clear eyes the destructive power of isolation that goes beyond the loss of relationship. It seems so clear to me that a key ingredient in the polarization of our society is increased isolation. People drift towards the extreme when they don't interact with people that love them, yet may see the world a little differently from them. I was talking with an old friend the other day that was talking about the difficulty of keeping relationships going with both of his parents, each on opposite extremes of the political spectrum, and his moderate position in the middle was a challenge for both of them in different ways. In the midst of our brokenness, in the midst of our divisions, we need to remember that our faith is made whole in community. Healing comes when we are vulnerable enough to let others help us, to trust them to lead us to the healing love of Jesus that makes us whole. I know in this last year that many of you watched the movie Just Mercy. We had conversations about it throughout this year. And in the movie, the attorney, Brian Stevenson, works for an innocent client on death row, eventually earning his freedom. I heard an interview with Stevenson the other day on the radio, and he told a beautiful story of how healing can come through excruciating brokenness through the power of community. Stevenson has become an important national leader in the work of racial justice, and he's a central figure in the formation of the National Memorial for Peace and Justice and the Legacy Museum. These landmarks speak truth to our national history of injustice towards people of color, particularly the scar that lynching left upon our country, especially in the South. And he tells the story of jars of soil that are brought to the museum by people from around the country that go to historical sites of lynchings and bring back soil from these places as a sign of redemption and healing. And he tells of one particular woman who told her story of going out to one of these sites. She'd been to one of their events, she got the jar, she got the memo about this, this person who had been lynched and she went and she went to the site and she was really nervous about going there. And as she got down with her little spade and began to, to dig in the soil, she looked around this rather isolated place and she saw a truck coming up the road. As the truck approached her, he kind of slowed down, and she saw the white driver of the truck looking at her as he went by. And then he turned around and he came back and he was going a little more slowly, which made her a little more nervous. And then that man stopped his truck. And the man 
got out and he asked what she was doing. And she'd been told before she went, you can simply say I'm collecting soil for my garden. But she said for some reason, something got in her and she said, I'm here because this is where a black man was lynched in 1931. And I'm here to honor his life. And as she sat there, she went back to her digging, nervous as can be, her hands shaking a bit. And the man saw the paper there and he said, do you mind if I read it? And she said, go ahead. And he picked up the paper, he read the story, he continued to watch her for a minute and he said, do you mind if I help you dig? She was a bit taken aback and she said, no, of course not. And she, she went to hand him the spade so he could do a little digging and he said, no, 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 I'll dig with my hands, you can keep going with the spade. And suddenly he started digging harder and harder, his fingers being covered in this black dirt, putting it in the jar. And she noticed as he was digging that his shoulders began to heave a bit as he began to cry. And he said, I hope and I pray that my grandparents weren't some of the ones involved in the lynching of this man. And she found herself crying tears as well. And community was born there in that moment. They got their cell phones out. They, they took pictures of each other with that dirt. Healing came in that place. Brokenness, division were overcome. Faith was made whole in community that day. We live at a time where things are so divided. We know that, that there are great divisions. We know that there were divisions before this pandemic and during this time, it seems like the, the divisions, the brokenness has only grown and pushed us even farther apart. And we start to wonder, is there a way to bring this back together? It just seems like it's getting worse. How can we ever begin to build community once again? And we're called to remember this truth that faith is made whole in community because Christ's broken body stands at the heart of our community with the sacrifice of love that forgives, restores, and makes us one. So as we hear this story today about the paralyzed man being brought into the house, don't give in to the paralysis of not knowing what to do and thinking that there's nothing that we can do to overcome the divisions of our world. Come into the house, through the roof, through the door, Whatever it takes, let your friends carry you if that's what it takes, but come into the house. Come into the community. Come and be where Jesus stands with hands of healing and love to wrap around us all. For we were made for community. And only through community will we be made whole. Amen.